morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, Emmelyn. How are you? I'm doing good. We finally connected. We finally got it working. That's fantastic. Especially... How do we live without tech? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the tech's fun. Oh, my God. And here we are talking about a podcast in the metaverse. And there's always going to be tech issues no matter where we are, who we are, right? Correct. Okay we're, we're aware of it and we accept the challenge. Beautiful. So you've got 7 a.m. Thanks very much for coming on. I hope you're sitting with a nice cup of coffee. It's on the Keurig right now. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So while we're trying to build worlds, Putin is destroying worlds. It's an insane time now in March. Who knows how long it's going to last. But um, how is it affecting you over in the States? Well, I have to admit that we are a little bit isolated except for economic impact, right? So yep. we, get the, we get the social buzz of what's happening. We understand um, the traumatic stuff that's going on over there. Um, but as far as it impacting us in our normal lives, I guess it would just be the economics of it. And you mean petrol prices, food prices, or what's going up in your part of the world? Well, everything, absolutely everything. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't, we can't say that it's all because of uh, the war. I think that it was already coming into play because of um, the pandemic and supply chain issues. I mean, there's just a lot in shift. What we're seeing is all of our systems are being highly tested right now, and many of them are failing to perform. Yeah, totally agree. And look, I think the same thing's happening in, in all over the world, here in Europe, Czech Republic, in Australia, Japan, uh, lesser in Japan, but uh, we're feeling the same effects. So, uh, but we're not going to talk about the war and, uh, and uh, the real world. We're here going right. to talk about the metaverse, the uh, virtual world, so to speak. We have the ability to create new realities. And that's, that's right. the whole reason why I'm in this metaverse. It's like opening up space for new human expression, right? Yep. What would you like to express? And before, like I said, we had those systems and narratives that told us what was appropriate and what we were allowed to do. And now we've kind of opened up this world to say, what would you like to do? It is your oyster. Go ahead yep. and build. Totally up to our imagination, isn't it? That's the only limitation we have is our imagination. And social, um, our ability to work together, right? Because you can't build this space alone. So I don't think it's just our imagination, it's our ability to collaborate that will determine our success. Well said, collaboration is also very key, yeah. So look, since this podcast is for newbies, uh, the title is for dummies, but uh, that also means newbies. So um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, what was your very first step in the metaverse, if you can remember? Uh, mine was, well, not really metaverse yet. We're still on the bridge into the metaverse. So if we're completely honest, very few of us are actually in the metaverse, right? We're, we're in virtual immersive experiences where, was my first entrance. And that was by using virtual reality. And then through Roblox and Minecraft with my nephews playing those games. So um, I think I got in and 2018, 2019 into VR, 
And then from there, one thing led to another in discovery, and that just opened up to the metaverse space. So yep. we don't always come in in the metaverse because it's not really built yet. Um, we came in through, I guess we could call them portals <laughs> into the yep. possibility of the metaverse, um, virtual reality um, or, or virtually immersive uh, experiences like the roadblocks that most people are familiar with, the virtual reality, the spatial, all of these kind of things um, first. And then the NFTs or the ownership and the blockchain come into play later. Yep, it's a transition period. So people think that the metaverse has just started, but it's been realistically a transition where you are, like you said yourself, you've already been inverted commas in the metaverse for a number of years by through playing games and uh, and other ways. So kids Correct. especially know this, uh, who have played in Roblox or other uh, mm-hmm. online games or had, you know, the Oculus uh, goggles on and experienced the metaverse, inverted commas, the metaverse in that way. So it has been a transition period. So your yes, very first have... step was the goggles, was it? The virtual reality or was it playing games and Roblox? The very first step. Uh-huh. Um, VR was before Roblox, just because my nephews had not shown me Roblox yet. They're the ones that introduced me to that. And they're three and four, you know, they were like (laughs) (laughs) really young. But my other nephew, he's 10 now. And I mean, he's very much immersed into that world, you know, completely. He goes on vacation where he doesn't have his electronics and he rushes home to get back into those spaces. So So, let me get this straight. Your three and four year olds got you into the metaverse the first time into roblox yes <laughs> that's so good three yeah. four-year-olds that's awesome they're amazing it. with yeah. it i'm telling you and they know how to spend that money and yep. if we're talking about commerce in the metaverse there's plenty of ways that people can make money and spend money and you know that's just in every human um expression we're able to barter for other things <laughs> yep yep actually we have a question from our listener um, for you later on uh, when we get to the question corner. It's yes. about making money in the metaverse, so we'll get to that later. But um, on to the first step. That was your very first step in the so-called metaverse. What was the most mind-blowing experience you've had to date? Oh, well, I will tell you virtual reality is getting better. Um, I've been... I think one of the things I enjoyed the most was a robotics course that I took through virtual reality with... Um, Victory XR and some MIT professors um, teaching the robotics. And I think that what blew me away there was access. I didn't Mm -hmm. have access to these people. I couldn't be taking these opportunities. So Mm -hmm. just be able to meet them and be able to ask those questions and play in that space. That to me was phenomenal. You know, the access that I got. So the networking. Yes, the networking has been phenomenal. I mean, I'm just, I'm just like a, a little community counselor, a community college counselor here in Phoenix, Arizona. You know what I mean? I'm not in um, Silicon Valley. I'm not able to get access to these um, extremely knowledgeable people other than their videos on YouTube and podcasts and all this. But in the space, they're real people. You could actually approach people and talk to them. And they're you know, a lot of them have been in this space for a long time. So, yes, networking is one of the most powerful things. But visually, things are getting really mind-blowing in there. I was in HoloFit in the Oculus headset, which is a workout, but you're, like, underground in caves and you're sawing logs and you're pounding on bricks and you're, you know, you're running mm-hmm. away from things. It was, It's intense. I mean, this is 
is definitely movie quality it's getting to. Yeah, I've seen stuff on the, uh, made by the Unreal Engine. It's absolutely awesome. In fact, there's one place you definitely should visit if you haven't already. It's called Victoria VR. Have you heard of them? No. Tell Check me about it out it. for sure. I reckon it's fantastic. And they're actually holding a, a in the real world, <laughs> amazingly enough, they're holding a, um, a, a conference uh, this uh, week and uh, on the metaverse. So it's very interesting. But what they've built uh, using the Unreal Engine is absolutely awesome. And there's going to be many more to come. So definitely that's one to check out. But I'll just uh, go back to your original point. You mentioned about the networking. I think it's a very good point because I get a lot of people asking me also, it's like, well, what can I do in the metaverse? Look, I, I'm not an expert. I know nothing about the space. I'm just a X, Y, Z, you know, whatever position or job they have. But your point that you made is that you are, we all come in from different angles. So you're coming in from your angle and others from their angle. So uh, the point about meeting people in, uh, that have been in the space for a longer period of time that normally we wouldn't have access to is one of the benefits, I guess, for adults. 100%. And for teens and young adults. So those are my people. Especially. But, um, especially for them, because we, we're, when we're teenagers, we're often waiting for the world to tell us what we're supposed to do, right? Yep. That's just kind of been the way it is. But when you get in the metaverse, that logic doesn't exist. We cannot tell you what you're supposed to do because we don't know yet. Yes. Very well. <laughs> so it's said. a perfect place for a teenager because they are actually very comfortable sometimes and just leave me alone and let me explore, you know, and that's yep. what that space is open for them. Yeah. They've got the opportunity to create their own worlds now and not just have it built for them by others, so-called adults, but actually get in and build their own, which look, there are uh, groups that have already built their own in Roblox and other uh, spaces. So there are some out there, quite a few, actually millions and mm -hmm. millions. But uh, there's the, still the vast majority that um, are, are more consumers than creators. Correct. Right now, you know, when things are new, um, you got a lot of people testing it out, playing around with it, breaking it. <laughs> you know, you learn by breaking. Stuff. I do. <laughs> I like to and say we you... learn by doing. And that's why just get in and do stuff. That's the best way to learn. You make mistakes. Just get in and do something. Whatever it is, spend one minute, 10 minutes, one hour, whatever it is, get in and just start doing something. But the, here's the question is that, where do you start, right? A lot of people say, well, I don't know, what do I start? I'm, I'm my hands on my keyboard. Where do I go? What do I do? Do I put on a pair of goggles and then do something? Do I type a URL on the keyboard? Now, so there's these fundamental questions, which a lot of people who ask me have this uh, issue. So I just uh, give them a few links where they, go to, where they can go to and get their feet wet. What would you advise someone uh, to do if they had, let's say, 15 minutes or one hour today or tomorrow? Well, 15 minutes is enough. You need to get a wallet. You don't exist in the metaverse unless you have identity. Your identity is your wallet. You cannot receive nor give unless you have a wallet. That is your transaction point. So the first thing that I would do is create a wallet. And there's all kinds of different wallets and different coins that can be used with them. But um, so I took a... I enrolled in Academy with some of the top people in the metaverse space and they didn't even let us do anything. Step one, get a wallet. That's mm -hmm. you got it. If you don't have a wallet, you're not in the metaverse space. You're in the virtual immersive um, experiences or the commerce, but you're not in the metaverse. The metaverse is all built yep. on the blockchain. So mm -hmm. you must get 
presence on the blockchain. So start a wallet. Um, uh, Phantom is what I'm using. MetaMask is available. They're a little controversial right now. Um, Ethereum is a, a good one always, but extremely expensive. So you're going to find ins and outs for each wallet, kind of like you do with each bank, you know, Bank of America or Chase or that kind of stuff. They're going to have ins and outs of you using them for transactions. So that's where I would start. If you know about wallets, you know where to put your stuff and then how to take care of it, right? Because the seed phrase, no no seed, no cheese. Um, some of the mm -hmm. um, exchanges out there keep your seed phrase. And that means that you really aren't decentralized. I could take that money anytime. Yep. I would even rewind that a little bit further um, for the true newbies and just type in the URL you know, there's a number of places you can go. Go to Decentraland, Spatial. There's a number of others out there. I can provide links later on for those. But what you're saying is very true. To be truly within the metaverse and act, be active in it, then you definitely need a, a wallet. But there are some baby steps uh, before you jump in the water. Just get your toes in the water and uh, and uh, test the, uh, the, the, the heat of the water, I guess, whether you're ready to swim or not. And that would be simply just uh, getting a, a hold of, of a URL and playing around, just uh, exploring, I guess. Yeah, the virtual immersive experiences are kind of how we will experience the metaverse, right? Yep. So that's a great way to go in without getting all the background. Um, I guess you could say it's without the true coding behind it, yep. you know? But it's a it's good step, too, for the experience. Yeah, and that's where you meet everybody. Yeah, that's right. where you meet everybody. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly, exactly. And you've built... Uh, or building your own uh, Zion, if you can explain that. Yes, so my intention is to not build it. It will not be mine. It, I will guide teens and young adults into building their own metaverse from Ooh. ground up, from you know, how do we build the blockchain to how do we um, organize and govern our citizens, right? Our people within there. And um, in order to do that, I first must learn how to build a metaverse, mustn't I? <laughs> it's That's very difficult. Be an ongoing to... process. <laughs> right. It's very difficult to teach teens and young adults how to build in this new space if you don't know how to build in this new space. So I'm networking and collaborating and getting people that know how to build in the space. So I'm partnering with Onyx University. And again, we do not do things independently in this space. You must collaborate. It's not competition. It's collaboration. We're all bringing our gifts together. So Onyx University is that new paradigm of learning where it's not passive, like you actually go in and you say I want to learn this and then you get the resources you need to learn that so I'm partnering with them so that we can get the web three instructors creating the content so that when you know one of the um the citizens of Zion or Zion's a name holder right I can't say it's going to be Zion unless the teens actually name it that but sure, that's how it came name. to me yeah it's a project name and then um and so they need to get in and start building and we need to help them get in. So that's what I'm doing right now. We're doing DAO workshops where you create a wallet, organize your people, right? The management, the smart contracts is what a DAO is, is just think of it in terms of a company. And then um, we have our product or what we're going to do, which is we build our treasury to make it move. Make, you know, money, the treasury is nothing other than energy to make whatever you're doing move. Yep. Um, so that's the first step 
we have to learn how to do it. And then I'm going to teach teens and young adults. It scares the bejesus out of adults when they say, wait a minute, we can't get up there and see what they're doing. And I'm like, no, it's their own little space in the universe. And if they want to make it silent from us, if they don't want us in there, they won't let us in. Yep. And that terrifies them. But I'm like, where, where are your teenagers and young adults going now to have their place of creation and own space in their yep. bedrooms? Yeah, I think the key words there, what you mentioned, uh, calibration, you mentioned earlier, and creation right now. It's mm -hmm. uh, really important, those, uh, those two C words in this space. There's nothing there. That's what, if we all remember, this is just an idea, an opening of space, and providing the technology that can build. But unless we get in there and build, it's going to be like a small town and we only have a, a you know, a store <laughs> and a gas station. So right now, all we get is like fashion. You can buy some clothes and you might buy a car. But, you know, we don't have education in there yet. We don't have um, people making all kinds of music. They're starting to get in, right? The arts are going to get in first because in any society, when you have to create something, you need creators. Creators are normally artists right? And tech people. Yep. <laughs> but um, they got to get in first, and then we'll know the world that we're in. But yeah, you mentioned like the artists. central end. We've got yes, like all designers, kinds. music artists, there's all sorts. So we're hearing a lot of that in the media as well. And I guess that's one aspect of the inverted commas metaverse that people hear is through the mass media. And so yes. they have this impression of, um, you know, making money on NFTs, uh, flipping stuff, you know, it's a gold rush and so on and so forth. But uh, that's just the mass media uh, you know, version of the hype about the metaverse, but actually getting into the nitty gritty. Um, back to your uh, planned uh, world, Zion, what would you see kids getting out of that? What do you see them doing there, building there and doing there? Well, um, I don't know your background with academia, but in academia, we're very good about teaching people about things, right? Here's about this theory, here's this concept, here's this history, here's these rules. But very rarely do we actually say, now go forth and, and do it, right? Play it. Um, and the metaverse space will give them a simulation of their reality. So they can try anything up there that they want and then bring the learning into the physical world, right? They can create their own economy without waiting to get a job at like Jack in the Box here locally. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like yeah. it just opens up their possibility. And of course we're going to, as adults, we're gonna be guiding them. So they're not just gonna be going, I don't know what to do. You know, we'll be helping them. But the whole point is that whatever they wanna create, they will come to us and tell us. So they yeah. may say, I want a cafe in this metaverse. Well, they don't know anything about design to make the house. They don't know anything about commerce. They don't know anything about customer service. So each of those requires learning. But do you want to learn from a textbook about it? Or do you want to get in and do it? You know, like you said, make the mistakes in a safe place. The simulation is basically a way where you're safe to make errors. But we learn through our failures, you yes. know? Learn through doing fail fast. Yes. And have fun. Yeah, right? have fun. This is have a game. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not required to go in the metaverse to stop starving. You know, the, <laughs> the metaverse space is for thriving, not surviving. Yeah. Um, now, there is talk that people will go up there to work like a regular salary job. But the way it's set up is different. We're not just giving people like they're not selling their, their consciousness for money like you were selling your labor for money. Right. You create value. 
And that's what turns into that general generational wealth. So you're making money, but not in the old way we're used to making money in this world where we just show up and then we're paid. Yeah, mm. that is a key term in terms of uh, building companies. Like I've built startups and uh, the one key word is always value. It comes back to the valuation of the company. And on the other end of the scale, anything of value. In other words, if you're solving a problem, uh, you're creating value. Uh, if you're designing a, a T-shirt or designing a, a, a pair of shoes, whatever it may be, a song, you're always adding value. And that's the key fundamental to any business, yes. just like what you're doing at the moment. And that's what the metaverse is, right? It's yep. basically our ability to create things. And humans, we make businesses. We like to exchange and play with each other. And that's all that these are. I mean, and a business doesn't have to be a brick and mortar thing. It could be a game. It could be, you know, a live performance. It could be a service that you do by connecting people in a dating app or something or a, you know, a dating show in the metaverse. There's all kinds of things that you could do. Yeah. Um, we I, learn I, more when it's fun. Hello, don't we need more fun in our human expression right now? <laughs> Especially this month with what's going on in the world, isn't it? <laughs> but, Especially uh, if now we can't even drive anywhere, it's too expensive. Yeah, you <laughs> We're back in the pandemic. Around, won't you? <laughs> You'll have a lot of fun doing that. <laughs> you can do that in the metaverse as well, right? Run from world to world, teleport yourself. Well, definitely there you won't get heat stroke like you will here in Phoenix in the summer. So there are some benefits. <laughs> yeah. So what's your North Star? What's your, uh, your goals for the next 10 years? Like now um, we're just getting our feet wet. So if you yes. fast forward yourself 10 years, where do you see it? So it's a crazy question, very tough question to answer. So anything goes, but where do you see yourself in 10 years in what you're doing in this space? Well, Zion is my, my life expression. So I'm not going to leave this planet until that's done. <laughs> that's it, you know. So on the path to that right now, it's Onyx University. And I assume it'll take a couple of years for us to learn how to build the community and build the, you know, the setup and all of that. So I'm committed to um, Onyx until we get that successful. Because, again, I'm not going to guide teens and young adults to build something I have no clue how to build. Um, so that's my first is to make Onyx successful as a learning community, right? People that show up that want to be there because they want to play. And once I understand how to get those adults, right? And I'm sure teens and young adults will come play in Onyx too. But then I'll be able to go, all right, teens and young adults, it's your turn. Let's go. Let's build this. And so um, my goal will be to help them build that. Once Zion is built, that simulation is up. The DAO is running. They're off on their own. Um, I probably will find another project to do, but um, I'm fully committed to seeing Zion actually functioning and flourishing as a community. Um, so that may take 10 years to do. Yeah. Could take We're, 15 years. You never know. Yeah, it could be. But that, that is my life worth living. Um, yep. That's kind of like when you say North Star, that is what makes me wake up every day. Dude, this stuff gets hard, especially when you can't turn around and look for somebody to tell you the way. Mm -hmm. It really requires you to bump up your confidence, you know, because doubt is on every corner. Definitely. So, yeah, so there's definitely high learning curves. And but if it's a life this... passion, you, you're going to get up in the morning, you know, you're going to jump out of bed in the morning, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just living, right? It's yeah. just living. But, yeah. um, but it's okay that it's going to take some time. Yeah. I mean, I think being impatient is one of my early experiences that was very painful, is I wanted all the stuff now. 
And it, it was, I was always frustrated. I was always like, why isn't anything working? Well, it doesn't go on your timetable in mm. a new space. It takes yeah. time. So patience. Speaking of yeah. timetables, the way I like to see 10 years, it's a, like I said, it's a very tough question, but the way we can easily, easier answer that is look back what happened in, in past times so if you we'll rewind back to 2004 2005 the beginning of web 2.0 facebook google before the iphone came out in 2008 ish and yeah. we could not imagine we'd have apps and doing all these magic things that we're doing right now right so if you rewind yourself or take yourself back to those days and fast forward 10 years to where what would that be, 2014-ish? Uh, and what we were doing on apps in our, on our mobiles, that's insane. So now, 2022, we are at that period in time where pre-app days, pre-iPhone, beginning of Facebook, if you remember uh, some of the early websites were just yellow page uh, uh, copies, replicas as websites. And look, what, look where we are now. So that's how I like to try to predict no one can really predict it but in 10 15 years time where we're going to be with the metaverse space so with all these virtual worlds happening i mean we're really just scratching the surface yeah they haven't combined yet once they all start to blend together that creates the metaverse right now we're having little silos and disconnected places but when they all come together yeah that will be the true metaverse but i mean if we look back to 2005 and 2014 even those we didn't know what we didn't know right like um at that time do you think jd you would have told somebody get in on the inner on the internet learn about the internet or you would be less left behind or you will not be able to flourish in this world would you have had those conversations back on the internet Around 2000, sorry, uh, uh, 95, I was already in the internet. We were building um, a website to, uh, basically it was an online television network, but obviously it doesn't work because there was no broadband in those days. We were like still virtually getting out of dial-up, right? So, uh, but that was the very, very early stage. So if you're too early, you're not going to make money, but you will learn <laughs> a lot. And if you wait for the right t- point in time, the mass market, that's when you make the money if you're talking about a business right but you right. have to be There's ready by that time out. yeah Sorry. you have to be ready you have to be ready by that time so when yes. everybody else came you already had to have your page set up right yep yep yeah so uh, the learning happens now and the money comes down the track In that's one true word, the money isn't flowing as as easily as it's portrayed on the uh, media yeah 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 Actually, we have one of one of our listeners have a question uh, regarding how to make money. So we'll we'll get onto that very soon as well. I look forward to your advice to him, uh, a uh, young adult. So I don't know how old he is, but he sounds like he's in his teens, which is perfect for you actually. So, yeah. um, but before we get onto the questions uh, from listeners, um, in one word, how would you describe the metaverse? Storytelling. Storytelling. It doesn't exist unless we tell the stories. Humans create nice. stories. That's all of our expressions. It's nothing more than narratives. Well, we have a place that's empty and it will be the narratives that define what it becomes. And we have the opportunity to tell different narratives than are popular here in this, in this physical world. Yep. So okay. storytelling. Okay. So we get out to our questions and uh, the first question was from Daniel. I'll let him say it himself through an audio. Hi, it's Daniel from Australia, and I was just wondering, 
what like enticement is there for me as a teen to move into the metaverse? Because like I'm pretty happy in my own life and just playing video games with my friends. What is your advice to Daniel? So Daniel's asking um, why should he even get involved in the metaverse? He's quite content in his life, right? Yeah. Um, and I hear this all the time because I am an like evangelical for the metaverse. I'm like, come on. And then people are like, why? I don't like video games. <laughs> or I'm fine with where I am. Um, I think that the metaverse offers potential. So those that are interested in potential should be curious. It's a different expression. If ever you felt that you didn't have enough space um, in order to express yourself fully here in this physical world, you know, the narratives, the system, something was set up that just you felt, um, I don't know, like squished in. You're like, I don't have enough room to express or my expressions are not accepted or, you know, whatever it is. The metaverse is a place for you to go and have space for those expressions. Um, it is technical as well as philosophical. So you have to learn skills to get in there. But why would you do it? You're going to have increased expression. Second, again, it's very innovative, like the beginning of the internet. It's a new industry. So if you want to be competitive in a new arena of, of commerce, um, of career potential, of lifestyle potential, then that's why you want to get in the metaverse. Um, will, I don't think that it's going to save anybody. You know, I think that us saying, oh, the metaverse is going to save everybody from poverty and all those kind of things. I don't know if that's true, but it does have the potential to provide something else, right? So that's why I would say get involved in the metaverses. Don't go unless you're curious, you know? Curiosity is going to have to lead you in our future. So cultivate the curiosity and then go play in the metaverse. And it's not gonna save you from anything you're dealing with now in your physical world, but it will give you potential for something more, something different, something you can't even imagine yet. There you go, Daniel. So be curious. And when would you suggest he starts doing something in the metaverse? Now, I always recommend it to my teens and young adults. You know, today is better than tomorrow. There Don't you go, Daniel. wait till tomorrow. Right now. Yep, right now. And again, it's how you want to get in. There's no right or wrong to do this. There's a, a lot of uh, freedom with this, which can be scary, right? Because you never know if you're right or wrong. But just get in and play. Again, I recommend everybody get a wallet. That's it. That's my thing. Get a wallet. No matter where you play, when the, it presents, you'll have a wallet and you'll be able to play at that time, right? Um, the other thing is if you're a creator, create, create, create. Um, even if it's creating silly cartoons like Gary V's um, V Friends, right? Yep. He's not an artist, but he's creative, he imagined a way that they could be used and marketed for his community. So um, see what other people are doing. Find out what you love. So I'm even looking right now for a DAO to join for women because there's a lot of men in this space. It's kind of like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad side. I don't mean <laughs> it like, oh, there's a lot of men in this space. But, <laughs> a lot of testosterone. 
it's a lot like Silicon Valley. The, the people yep. that get to the games first are always the ones that always get to the other games first. But the space is open for everybody. So we can build our storylines bigger than the old storylines. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But right now, that yeah, there are a lot of same stories. A lot, a lot of wealthy people, a lot of masculine energy, a lot of, you know, the old school way of business of turn and burn kind of thing but that comes into any new space we're just waiting for that energy to die out and not be sexy anymore and then the real world work begins okay cool my advice to daniel is really simple and um it's a little bit what you touched on in your second point is uh, daniel needs to decide whether he's a wants to continue being a consumer in other words playing games or a creator all right yes yeah you touched on that point yourself very well uh, with being a creator so but having said that, I would also say that he's already, inverted commas, in the metaverse by playing these games on whatever, I don't know what, he, what he's playing them on, Roblox or whatever it may be. But he's sort of got his feet wet anyway. So now the question is, Daniel, if you're listening, decide whether you want to become a, a, a creator and not just a consumer. I, I think that everybody will become a creator in their own right because consumption isn't going to allow you to build anything, isn't allow you going to, to create that value. Yeah, you know, you can only come. consume to some point. At some point, you're going to have to create. That's right. So we have our other question from Natalie, and I'll let her say it herself, but it's basically about how can I make money from the metaverse? Uh, hello, I'm Natalie from Prague. Czech Republic, and uh, I know that Metaverse is a very uh, new and exciting platform, and people can create their own worlds there and earn money. And I'm very curious about uh, how can I uh, earn money there. Thank you. What would you advise, Natalie? Uh, solve a problem. Uh, you already mentioned that, right? So um, again, find a very simple way to solve a problem that exists in the physical world or that, you know, can provide a solution in that virtual world. Um, the smaller the problem, the easier it is to implement and start making money from it. And that could be as simple as some of these platforms you go into, there's not a lot of selection of wardrobe. Ugh, I know that when one of the ones that we're using, I can't find a pink shirt. As simple as that. I'm like, I want a pink shirt. And I got maroon and I got orange. You know, as simple as that. Yep. Can you make a pink shirt? Make a pink shirt and get it on the market. Um, that's what a lot of NFTs are doing is people are creating things, not necessarily utility in the um, in the NFT. Utility meaning like a smart contract that actually represents something. But instead, they're just uh, the thing, right? So like they're making a shirt in Blender or something. And they make it pink and they put it on the marketplace. And now I have access to buy my pink shirt that I didn't have before. Yeah. Does that make sense? A very yep, simple totally, problem totally. solving then. Totally. If um, I could add it, something, I would say uh, you, we all know what our passions are, what our skill set is. So focus on, on that. And um, I guess look back to Web 2.0 if you were alive then or if you're an adult ad ad then. And uh, try to learn from that as well because that will give you some insight into where this could go. But Having said that, today there is a, there are a number of areas, and um, you mentioned yourself, you know, design. If you're a designer, we don't know what uh, uh, Natalie does, so it's very hard to answer concretely unless we know right. uh, what she does. But she knows that herself, so it's a matter of uh, picking out her passion, skills, 
and uh, turning that into some solution for a problem that exists. Well, let's give an example that's not technical either, right? Somebody's like, oh, I just, I'm a goofy person and I like to entertain and, and you know, I like people. Well, the metaverse is a community. So in, in anything, any role you can take in a community here in this physical world, you could take in the community up there. So I'm a community leader. I like to find out what people need and what people want and connect people together. You know, I'm like, like just making sure everybody's all taken care of, right? As we yep. play this game. And that doesn't require any technical skills other than, you know, social media or accessing or communicating, those kind of things. So don't think in terms of the metaverse is only for techies or artists. It's for anybody, but you just have to find your niche. Yeah, you have to find your expression. Totally agree. And uh, in that regard, you could also uh, set up your own company, set up a startup. You could become an employee, become a freelancer, whatever it may be. Just like you said, uh, you'll find your niche and what are yes. you doing now, just applying it to this new space? And they're hiring a bunch. So it's based on um, what they're needing, all these startups, right? And they're not always old traditional. You just interview, uh, get a job, you got salary and benefits and all that. They may pay you in equity, right? Um, in assets. But um, they are hiring like crazy for the metaverse companies that are starting up. And they're all oh, yeah. remote. There's always a yeah. lot of demand for startups now. And you don't need degrees. Yeah, a lot of times you don't need degrees. You need to be able to do the thing they're asking you to do. Yep. My key one word would be imagination uh, because uh, that's something that anyone has no matter what uh, skills you do or don't have. And if you have an imagination, then there's going to be a lot of companies out there, small and large, that need people to help build worlds or create or collaborate, become a community leader like yourself. And there's so many positions out there. Just go to a job site and you'll see uh, the type of positions uh, available to suit what you are able to do. And it's Metaverse and Web3, right? Yes. So there's the, the industry is huge. It's not just these immersive spaces. Exactly. There's a lot involved. Yeah. I have a yeah. lot of um, young adults that like to get in with the crypto way because they can see immediate gains with money, sometimes immediate losses. It's not a guarantee. But, you know, they start dabbling into that and then it builds their confidence. And then they can, since they already have the wallet and they already understand the economics a little bit, then they go into the NFT trading or the, you know, um, joining DAOs and contributing either investments or time in that. So that's a good pathway too. is starting with the DeFi, the cryptos. Mm-hmm. My little nephews, I mean, I, my nephew was born last year and I bought him 300 Doge coins for the baby shower just for fun. Who knows what could happen, right? <laughs> but he's, he's, as he grows, he knows that he has Doge coin. He was yeah. at the beginning of the crypto world, you know? <laughs> That's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. Get him involved. That's all you got to do is have him play. So the last question I have for you is really your three tips to a newbie of things that they should do today, this week, in this space? One, jump into immersive learning. This place is going to require you constantly to be learning, a lifelong learner, not just learning like in school, 
but you just get into your rhythm of how you normally learn. Some people love podcasts. Some people love watch YouTube videos. Some people read books. Some people need to be in um, a cohort or with other people who are learning when they're learning. But just jump in and start learning in any area, any angle. But get your routine of every single day you're learning something in a way that you already enjoy to learn, number one. Second is be brave, be courage, courageous, and play. That means don't wait until you know everything. I'm from academia. I'm used to sitting and reading books and, and kind of being scared to take the jump. But I will tell you, none of the books will deliver what you will learn once you jump. You're going to have to jump. You've got to. So you've got it. Yeah, and it's, I, I will not sugarcoat it. This place is emotional because you're like, I got this. You're so ramped up. You see all the possibilities and you make something and then you fall flat on your face and you're like, why didn't it work? Well, we're a lot of times we're applying things that we know from this world into that world and they don't directly translate. So you have to be flexible, right? So learn as much as you can jump in and play and then be flexible that things aren't always going to be, you know, as you expect. Right. They're yeah. they're not going to be smooth. And that's just new creative spaces. Any artist can tell you that, that, you know, it, you have it in your mind. It's perfect. You're like, this is what I will create. And then you do it and then you go, it's crap. Why mm -hmm. didn't it come out that way? <laughs> and that's just part of the process. Exactly. Those are the three things that I would recommend. Beautiful. Thanks for that. So now we get to the fun part. Now, this uh, is an opportunity to invite a guest, a friend, on the spot who have no idea what they're getting themselves into. <laughs> so, um, time zones allowing, if there's someone you have in mind that you think is a, a great uh, guest on the show who's doing something interesting, exciting in the metaverse space, I want you to give them a call. Worst case, send them an SMS right now on the spot. And if it's a... If you have someone in mind, let me know what time zone because we don't want to wake them up it's, if it's 2 or 3 in the morning and uh, ask them if they want to come on. Okay, so it would be... Oops, my earbud just fell out. Um, it would probably be somebody that I can think of on my team right now, actually. Um, how about we invite a, a 3D designer that's Fine. working on Blender and building sure. her own stuff? Okay. Let's I don't have shot. to go. Do you want them on the, the line right now? Actually, I don't uh, have just, to. Uh, no, you don't have to get them on the line right now. But if you can, though, if you have another device to call them on, call them on live and uh, ask them if they want to be on the show. Well, um, the reason why I'm thinking this is my daughter is visiting me from L.A. and she's an animator and uh -huh. she's getting into the metaverse space right now, right. building um, like the avatars and those kind of things. Cool. So I could pull her out of bed this morning. <laughs> <laughs> she's there with you, is she? Yeah, because it's pull her out of bed then. this week. Yeah. I'm like, if yeah, she won't I'm hate good. you for it. Yeah, I bet, I bet I can just put her the earbud in. Okay. She's let's like, do no, it. no, no. Come on, Ali. So this is JD, and we're just talking about the metaverse. So um, say hello. Oh. JD, can you hear? No, I think she's half asleep. <laughs> What's the name? There you go. Try now. Hello. I heard a hello. How are you? What's your name? My name's Ali. Ali, lovely name. Ali, we're doing a podcast on the metaverse, but since 
Um, you probably you've heard about it. This this is your mum, is it? Yeah. Okay. So obviously, well, you know what this podcast is about. So, do you want to be on the next show? Um. Uh, when is the next show? Whenever you want, but this week coming. Oh, okay. Um, sure. To talk, well, to talk about what? To I, I want to make sure that I. Know what well, I'm your about. mom just mentioned briefly that you designed three D. You do three designs in the metaverse using Blender or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I just started. It's a new um thing for me, but yeah, I just started learning how to do three D models and three D sculpting. Sounds cool. Okay. Well, that'll be great for uh, artists out there, designers and so on. So, uh, yeah, if you want to be on, let me know right now. Okay, sure. Are you in? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I love it. So we'll talk to you next week. And, um, yeah, I look forward to it. Now, uh, me and Amelin are going to jump over or rather teleport to the real metaverse, getting off this audio call. I'll speak to you next week. And we're going to jump into the, uh, we're going to teleport ourselves into the metaverse. So okay, so we're going to go to spatial, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. So thanks very much for your time, Emmeline. And uh, catch you in the metaverse. Absolutely. We'll see you there in a bit. Ciao.